I learned something else this week. I learned that it's important to sow into rich soil if you're going to expect a harvest. In the parable of the sower, the Lord shares that when a farmer just throws the seed on hard ground or rocky ground, it won't produce anything. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. But first, I thought since you all responded so well to the jokes the little kids did last week, I started looking at the kind of jokes that they look at. So here's a, here's a couple of them I found. Uh, and Vic, I've got to use you in this, okay? So you just do what you have to do. Okay, Vic. What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Okay. Okay, this is for my friend John over here. I think he'll like this one. All right, Vic. What do you call a dog with no legs? I don't know, but whatever you call him, he ain't coming. You know, once, once, I, once the kids keep coming, I just won't be able to stop. So last week, it was exciting to see the tremendous response to our fundraising program. And you know, the word says when we sow generously, we reap generously. So it's even more exciting to live in expectation of the harvest God is going to bring. I learned something else this week. I learned that it's important to sow into rich soil if you're going to expect a harvest. In the parable of the sower, the Lord shares that when a farmer just throws the seed on hard ground or rocky ground, it won't produce anything. But when the seed falls into good soil, you can expect it to yield 30 times or 60 times or even 100 times as much as planted. You know, years ago, my brother Glenn and I were, we were excited to make our first acquisition of an exercise company other than our own. And it happened to be in New York City, and it was considered to be the oldest fitness company in America, and it was founded by one of the founding fathers of the exercise movement, and we were just impressed by this company and its history and its international reach. But just hours after the deal closed, the unionized factory workers threatened to strike, and we learned that the top executive had a drug addiction. Disgruntled employees had sabotaged all the equipment. And the landlord found a loophole in the lease and forced us to move. You see, what happened there was we sowed into rocky ground. We were so anxious to make the deal that we failed to do the adequate due diligence necessary that could have prevented the disaster. We learned a hard and very expensive lesson up there in the big city. And that is when you sow into something that isn't ready to receive the seed, then you won't get a harvest. And that's why it's so powerful when you sow into the kingdom of God. Because just like what we're doing with the P2 program, 
We already know that the soil is deep, is deep, and we know that it's rich, and it's ready to receive what we have and what we've committed to. And we know that that which is received can multiply 30, 60, or 100-fold. You know, the Apostle Paul, he was so touched by the Macedonians when they were so generous to him and the Christian movement. And he was touched because they weren't rich people. They had, they had encountered hard times themselves. But Paul said, they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. That's a legacy for generous giving right there. I hope you're encouraged today that the commitment you made last week is seed sown in good soil. And it means that you can expect God to bring a harvest in every area of your life and to that which you have sown. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Stay right there to hear three of Solomon's secrets to being successful with money. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. A company faced with hard times offered a bonus of $1,000 to any employee who could come up with a way of saving money. Well, the $1,000 winning bonus was awarded to a young man in the mailroom who suggested Limiting all future bonuses to $100. I like that. We should send him to Washington. (laughs) Okay, well now I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they are conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship, it's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed life that starts with very simple precepts. You see, God wants to bless us and for us to be prosperous And to have an abundant life. That means he wants us to make money. And he wants us to use money wisely. His word is full of information about how to deal with money. God tests us. And he teaches us through all the issues 
we have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses include the words money, riches, or wealth. One of the treasures that God blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Now Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I want to share with you just a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage money. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way of saying it is, know your dough. Now this may sound ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a good steward of. Solomon said, be sure to know, or be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, your biggest assets and sometimes your currency was the animals that you had. So what he was saying is just pay attention and know what you have. It could be flocks or it could be stocks. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand. With thousands of products in inventory, we get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight is going to make a difference. It's because we know we're not a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can go missing, then who knows how many others could. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy with it but so that we have command over it. I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are, you simply can't expect God's principles of prosperity to apply to you. The next secret that Solomon shared with, with us is this. You have to pay yourself. You have to pay yourself. Now let me tell you what I mean by that. Proverbs says, go to the ant, the ant, and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Now you're probably thinking, let the ants deal with my mortgage and the college loans and then get back to me. But here's the thing. 85% of Americans say they have no savings. That means most of us here don't either. For most of us, the demand to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but we can never save and that's really Solomon's simple wisdom here. We need to pay ourselves to create a surplus. We have to treat ourselves 
as an important bill to pay and prioritize our money to do that every week or every month. That's what the ant does because he knows there's going to come a time when it's needed. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to, are you ready? Simply tithe. Solomon said, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. If you've ever listened to me. Solomon lived this life. He honored God in that way. And he witnessed prosperity like no one since. So I have to say, he's one very credible source for this Piece of advice. Tithing. I've talked a lot about tithing over the years. The more I do, the more it becomes clear to me that it's one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. Okay, I know you've heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially when we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the principles He's already given us? And believe me, God gave me this little message for me today, not just for you. I know that God wants to pour out His blessings. On his people. And when we, when we show the Lord we trust him enough to count our flock and learn how to save and honor him in obedience with our tithes, then we are already living in the grace where something good always happens in Jesus' name. And where we will know it was no secret. Why it did. Many books have been written which try to discredit the Bible and question God's existence. Up next, hear about life's greatest revelation of truth which connects with your heart and your mind. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tool Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Buy Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim at batteries plus bulbs outlets and hardware stores everywhere and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I've just got to know, 
What's all the commotion about this book entitled The Da Vinci Code? How many have heard about this book? I thought so. Well, if you remember your history, Da Vinci is Leonardo Da Vinci, the famous Renaissance artist known mostly for this painting, the Mona Lisa. And by all accounts, the most famous painting in the world. Now, it was only last year that I had the opportunity to visit the famous Louvre Museum in Paris where this painting is kept. And I stood in front of it to see what all the fuss was about. And I'll tell you what I was thinking. I was thinking that this is not the most attractive woman I've ever seen. And I also was standing there thinking, is her name Mona or is it Lisa? And then, apparently, for centuries, the scholars have speculated about what uh, Miss Lisa here is smiling about. And to me, it was obvious. She was smiling because she couldn't believe she got Leonardo da Vinci to paint her picture. But mostly, what I was thinking was that it was lunchtime and I was hungry and I was wishing we could leave. So while I like to think that I'm capable of appreciating art, I, would, I, I just wasn't moved by da Vinci's masterpiece. And I can tell you I'm no more impressed by all the carrying on over this book, The Da Vinci Code, even though I'll admit that it's somewhat of a phenomena. I understand that an incredible 40 million books have been sold so far worldwide. And it actually came out about three years ago, which is when I read it, because it was before anybody was talking about it. Uh, and basically what it is is a novel with fictional characters that build its story around some historical documents that take issue with the accuracy of the Bible. So, of course, the Christian community is in an uproar over this, and especially now that the movie, uh, The Da Vinci Code, is coming out in a few weeks. But what's interesting is now, because the book was so successful, there are dozens of new books on the market with new interpretations of biblical history. And some of them are already on the bestsellers list, like the Jesus Papers. Now, this book claims that the crucifixion of Christ was a hoax pulled off by Pilate to get the people off his back and therefore explaining why the tomb was empty. And there's others. There's the lost gospel of Judas. And there's the secret supper. And it's all very interesting, I guess. Except I think it's important to know what all this is not about. And I'm pretty sure that it's not about the search for truth. It's actually mostly about money. It's about selling books, and it's about selling tickets, and it's about publishers and media moguls wanting to tap into the tidal wave of global interest in the life of Christ that Mel Gibson revealed with the success of his movie a few years ago, The Passion of the Christ. So in the coming weeks, there's a good chance you'll be confronted with conversation about what is factual and what is accurate. And I'm not smart enough to tell you 
how to respond. But I can tell you this. There's nothing new and groundbreaking in all this information out there. And for every historical document and every theory that questions the Scriptures, there's just as many or more that support the authenticity of the Bible as we know it. And you know, it's the same today as it's been for centuries. That man wants to prove the existence of God to their intellectual satisfaction. And in doing that, sadly... Life's greatest revelation is missed. And that is through His Word. God connects with our heart, not just our mind. So to me, it all comes down to this. You can read all the books you want. But this book, this bestseller of all time, is not like any any other book. Because in this book is not just the greatest story ever told. It's the greatest true story ever told. And that's why we celebrate today. Because our faith doesn't come from adding up all this information. We have faith because Christ lives today. And through His amazing grace, He lives in us. And it transcends all of man's attempts to explain it. So what I want to tell you is we don't need a secret code from Da Vinci or anyone. Because it's no secret. Christ lives. Because he does. There's hope. There's hope for you. And there's hope for me. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.